0: Welcome back to another episode of Come Over for Dinner. I'm so glad you're joining me today. Today we are doing a second episode in our series. We're turning it into a series about big (laughs) events, coordinating big events, working with the crew, etc. Today I have Becca Merkel and Belle Hawthorne joining me. Becca. Is the previous event coordinator for NSA
1: the everything the now retired? Now
0: retired? Don't believe her. The everything coordinator for NSA, and we will get into what she's currently doing because she is definitely not retired, and
2: kicking back with
0: her feet up in the recliner with her hot tea and her stories. No, I'm just kidding. She doesn't watch stories. <laughs> Which, from the south, just as a caveat. I'm so on a rabbit trail already. <laughs> I did not know what stories were. Do y'all know what stories are? No. Like
3: social media stories? <laughs>
0: or like... Well, apparently in the South. I do not know what this is all over the nation. You said she but... doesn't watch stories. I was like, I that's
1: don't, true. No, I don't watch stories. I have a weird, bad attitude about stories. Okay. So I don't watch them. If we're talking about the social media yeah, I don't know. It's totally
0: not. But no. before I get into stories, welcome Becca and Belle. <laughs> Thank you,
2: thank you Thank you So I
0: walked into a lady's room This is at a hospital And I asked her something And she's like Well, I gotta finish my story I was like What do you mean? And she's like Well, my story's on I can't go right now And um, Anyway, long story short It was her soap opera Oh Oh
2: you know oh, the dip you know, I they, see. they don't call
0: call them their soaps. It. You know, it's a That's real nice great. way of saying their their soap opera, their drama. She That's had to funny. finish her story. Oh, I so, see. Yeah, so it I,
1: appears that I don't watch any kind of any stories kind of that are. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: well, that story's been going for thirteen years. They're they're gonna keep hooking you, lady. It's it's time to go. We've we've gotta head out of here for a minute. But anyway, it's really funny how we got off on all that I don't know. <laughs> Belle Hawthorne is the current event coordinator for New St. Andrews and she has jumped in ablaze <laughs> in amazing glory. <laughs> the first event that I went to that she was the woman in charge was amazing. It looked like she had done it for years. But honestly, she had done it for years. (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) At least she had seen it done for years, that (laughs) event coordinating. But she was behind the scenes doing the work that the event coordinator told her to do,
2: <laughs> <laughs> a.k.a. free labor, <laughs> a.k.a. her mother. <laughs>
0: so, Becca, we'll start with you. Tell us a little bit about how long you have done event coordinating big events. I know New San Andry started off in its early days, yeah. kind of small, so I'm not sure if you were doing it back then or if you took over from someone else. So tell us a little bit
1: about your early days. So I think I started not too long after Ben was made the president, but it, I mean, NSA had events before that he's been president for what, eight, eight years, maybe now. Um, (laughs) they had events before that, but it was, it was very much like, you know, the secretary was also supposed to pull off the reception or, you know, it was just like, everybody was wearing a lot of hats Mm -hmm. and that's just how it's been at NSA. So Um, I think it was kind of connected to when they bought a new building. So there was a new sort of future campus, but it was this horrible old dilapidated (laughs) nightclub (laughs) that needed a lot. And up until then, we had done a um, Reformation banquet every year. You might have been at the first. No, you weren't because you came – at Christmas that year. But anyway, it's been going a long time. What did we decide, Belle? This is the 28th. 29th. 29th. 28th? I don't know. Somewhere <laughs> One in <there>. of those. <laughs> and I was at the first ones that my mom did. But, of course, the student body was much smaller yeah. back then. And it's been going every year. But as the student body grew, they needed somewhere to do it. So we were just going to the, like, Best Western in town. And they would serve dinner. And so you know what a best western catered dinner is like. I've actually been done. <laughs> you know, I mean it's it's it just was, it is
0: what it it's is. It's <laughs> basic fare, you know, frozen yeah. cheesecake out of a box sort of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's
1: very um yeah, exactly. It's exactly that. But it was also not cheap. I mean, so if you go and get them to throw a big dinner, it is not overly delicious. <laughs> It's also not cheap. So I think it was somewhere in there that I I don't know even why, but it was like, what if, what if we just try and do this ourselves? So I feel like that was the first event that I did was the Reformation banquet in that dilapidated building. It had no kitchen. It had no running water other than the gross little sinks (laughs) in the bathroom, like the little, little tiny hand sinks in the bathroom was the only running you water. You could barely
3: fit your hands in the yeah, sink. And we were yeah. like trying to There's wash no dishes. There's no way you them. could
1: do anything. And, and then. <laughs> what? The, the we are like, world? I hope it no one comes horrible. in while we're doing this. <laughs> it was horrible. And and not only that, we had to do the event on the second floor, mm-hmm. which meant going up this massive, ridiculous flight. We call them the death stairs. Like, yeah. it's just these terrible stairs going upstairs. So and they were we on the outside. Well, there are those inside. We did (laughs) utilize those as well. but Yeah, those are the super death stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's going to be slippery in the wintertime. Yes. Yes. So we had to figure out, like, how do you feed dinner and have it feel like a formal event um, to several hundred people when you don't have a kitchen. And it was going to be courses, you know, because of course it was. Um, But that (laughs) first one was really fun because – It was kind of awesome to do it in this weird, run-down, vacant building because that gave Mm -hmm. it a sort of very other interesting vibe where when you set a formal table in that space, it was really fun. So we've been doing it in that um, building ever since. And I don't know how many I've done, maybe seven or something like that. Um, And this is the first year that – we're doing it in that building, and A, I'm not doing it. And B, they have an industrial have kitchen. kitchen. So amazing. I kept joking about this kitchen that they were putting in last year when I was still doing events. I was like, I am like Moses in the promised land. Like, I can, I can look at it, You're but I can in. never touch it. And it's true. I have never. I know. <laughs> you got your time. So, so basically, like, yes, they are still going to have to carry. Like eventually yeah. the kitchen will be right next to the room that will be for large banquets. But currently they're still going to have to go upstairs. But mm-hmm. if they complain, I'm going to be like cry me a river.
0: <laughs>
1: Let me tell you stories about the day. I had to well, go well, across to, town. I had to walk up hill both ways barefoot. Exactly. Exactly. So we definitely had to be ultra creative in yeah. how to make this happen. And, um, So I think all of my event coordinating experience is (laughs) non-standard.
0: So we'll go to that in a minute because there's a lot to delve into there. So, Belle, you have taken over when there is a... I I mean, this year is your first year. Is that right as the event coordinator? I know you've helped all the other years, Mm -hmm. but your first year to take over coordinating the events and... Tell me a little bit about that. What was your first event? Was your first one the faculty dinner in the summertime Um, or at the beginning of the school year? I think it
3: was. Might have
1: been. Yeah. yeah,
3: The faculty dinner, um, which was at their house still. So (laughs) you're still sort of involved. Yes, but I wasn't doing all
1: the things. It was amazing. It's true. And
0: I do remember Belle saying... Okay, this is the first event that I'm not in charge of. But, and even though it's in her house, we have to have everything clean and done. And I, I know I was like, I don't want anything
3: left behind; it all has to be gone, so yeah. she doesn't have to deal yeah. with it because it's not her this problem. Amazing, yeah. And you really and, and you don't have to do the cooking
1: part. We should, yeah, clarify. which is
3: really exciting because there's also a caterer. So we did that event was. Interesting, though, figuring out who's supposed to be doing what, Mm -hmm. because we were trying to figure that out for the Reformation banquet as well, of like anything the food touches, you have to figure out, so any dishes or serving utensils, anything that's just on the table, I figure out. Because we realized they were like serving dishes that no one had thought of. We were like, oh, we both thought the other person was bringing those. So we were like yeah. trying to scrounge up things last minute. But
1: That's true because that, I used to be the one person with all the post-it notes yeah, in my head. And yeah. now it's two different people. So. Yeah, where
3: I was like, oh, it's like a kitchen thing. So you'll bring that. And she was like, oh, it's like a serving thing. So you'll bring that. So we were both <laughs> like definitely thinking in different lines.
1: That's yeah, really so
3: figuring out how to actually... Do it with two different people yeah. involved. Because yeah. this college so I'm used to, has to just grown. being the one. Yes. <laughs> just listen to mom. <laughs> when the
0: college has grown so big that you're having to divide roles further yeah. to more people, that yeah. does make sense that you have to really itemize who does what because yeah. in the past, you know, yeah. Becca was three people. Mm-hmm. She was
3: the cook. Good- yeah. <laughs> and pretty much every kind of event involved <laughs> is like you have one person in charge. Right. And we're all gonna be- and right. So everyone's looking to that one person. Yeah. and It all
0: falls yeah. well, not yeah. all
1: falls on their shoulder, but basically. <laughs> no, I mean, I had lots of help. Like I would recruit oh, yeah. a lot of help, so I was certainly not single handedly doing anything, as <laughs> you two both know well, having spent many a long evening helping with all the things, all
0: the things. <laughs> yes. In the Wild West, mm. you know, yes, as but what the, I
1: fondly call it. <laughs> I know, but it's like all the person with all the lists and the recipe, you know, like all of that yeah. stuff did all kind of land on my doorstep yeah. at the end of the day. So, yes, one horrible year.
3: <laughs> Tell i shouldn't,
1: about the horrible I shouldn't. year. I, you probably have an agenda and I'm hogging it. With telling you about <laughs> I already guessed which year. year this was. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the first year that we did it there at the – north campus and so we had to obviously you can't wash the dishes and we yeah. had multiple courses so you have your salad course and you have several water glasses and you have all the silverware and you have all the serving pieces and everything and so i um we had to pack it all back to my house and it was this mountain oh, yeah. of disgusting dirty dishes that was on my front porch yeah. boxes and boxes and boxes and crates and crates and crates for it was you know it was. it's always been about 280 people this year it's Mm-hmm. This I year mean initially it was about 280 so yeah. you're talking thousands of dishes Yeah. so it's I terrible. would haul in a box <laughs> Nightmare. and I would wash it and then I would stick it there in the middle of my kitchen because it was like where else am I going to put it? It was so, just like
3: an actual tower. Yeah crates. it was like
1: this little <laughs> thing that was growing in my kitchen it was slowly diminishing off of my porch it was a month it was a straight up month so by the time I was getting to the bottom of this pile it's moldy. It's, I was gonna nasty. say, everything is so stuck on it. It's oh, 10 times. just the time to <laughs> wash And I feel like plate. it was a month that I think it like Thanksgiving probably happened. Oh, I don't dear. know if we went out of town. So that's why it was a month. It was just
0: atrocious. Oh, it super so. busy time of life. So who has Well, in time our kitchen seven or eight years
3: ago was probably not. Oh, it probably had no power. I don't think we had any countertops. <laughs> like, actually, any? No, we didn't. The it was gutted. Was the kitchen was gutted. Did you have a dishwasher? That's what Maybe I was trying want? to remember. We did.
1: We did have a working dishwasher. But okay, that's probably, good. yeah, not power, not countertops, not, you know. Yeah. Just, just it was a time. Yeah.
0: It was a time. <laughs> it was a time. <laughs> oh, no, actually, that was on the agenda. We were talking about the impossibility of the two tiny sinks. And I was going to ask you, what did you do? So, obviously, you carted dishes back home Mm -hmm. yeah about food where did you cook oh many
1: (laughs) many places um so one of the things that i did so i figured out the menu then figured out okay which things need to be hot and well a surprising number of them do Imagine Especially for like end of October banquet, yeah, you know, and yeah. um, no obviously, <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> so we did a salad course that doesn't have to be hot. That's lucky. Um, that could all be assembled on site, but we had to do prep elsewhere. So mm-hmm. we come with all of the, everything ready to go. Then, um, okay, but where did you prep? This is before you were renting. And if, yeah, like, yeah. Um,
0: what do you call it? A commercial kitchen. Right. You hiring it was other people just to cook at my, at this
1: point yet? so Basically what I'm trying to, it it does blur a little bit, but I'm pretty sure I was doing all the meat prep. So I was getting all of the roasts seasoned. I think we did wrapped in bacon that first year, maybe. So I was doing all of that at my house. And luckily it's cold here at the end of October, (laughs) which means I can use my outdoors as a secondary fridge. In the summer, that would not have worked. So I was doing all the meat prep ahead. But then what I did was I did hire different ladies who would do prep at their house. So one lady would like get all of the potatoes, you know, prepped and ready and boiled. And then somebody else was doing all of the carrots or whatever. And then I would coordinate when and how they're going to get picked up. But I had to do these ultra specific recipes where it would be like, at four fifteen, the potatoes need to be already boiled, and you have to be mashing them. And then you're going to load them into these, and then you're going to drive them to North Campus. Or we had coordinator, you know, like people who I would send Drivers. to pick stuff up. But yeah. it had to be hot, and we had to carry it up the death stairs, ready to be served onto serving plates. But it had to be hot at the time. So the roasts, I used sisters' cookies. I took all of these big. Pans of roasts and veg to her because she has a ton of oven space and she was a saint and put it all in for me and then pulled it all out and foil wrapped and then put it in big coolers. And then we would carry the coolers up the death stairs, (laughs) unwrap, try to get it out. So this is like you're unwrapping the roasts that just arrived when people are well into the salad <laughs> because you want so, them warm because yeah yes. you need them to be hot nobody wants mm-hmm. a room temperature roast no. come out anyway <laughs> so it was a lot of it was a lot of to do but and then i think i heard somebody else to make the desserts, one year that was Belle. Several years that Four was Belle. Years. I've not pulled
3: many all nighters, but most of them were for the <laughs> Reformation banquet. <laughs> it would be like cooking till eight a.m. <laughs> this is all night. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Year the year before made. I moved up here,
0: I remember seeing pictures of the chocolate cakes you made. Oh yeah, I think there was chocolate ganache on top. Mm, I don't yeah. remember what else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They looked so amazing. There were so many of them.
3: <laughs> yeah, so many. So the many. one so, year where we so did a, many, it was. A I think the first time that I, did I did it. Not try those. yeah. I think the first time I did it, we did bunt cakes. That was what I'm thinking. And of. those ones were, were they chocolate, it was kind of a tricky bunt cake shape to get out. Yeah. So many fell apart in the early hours just, of the morning, and it was terrible. And, and, then, and then another year, though, we decided to do a two layer cake. Remember that oh, one where we did, yeah, that was terrible because you had to make <laughs> twice as many, <laughs> but they were just normal round ones. So it wasn't, but terrible. they were small like they were small. because each they were small.
1: The way we structured it, I didn't want it to be a buffet. I wanted it to be like more formal than yeah. that. But we don't, obviously we didn't have the, any of the infrastructure <laughs> to do plated plate anything. And yeah. you didn't have it be now hot. the salad you can plate, because mm-hmm. I tend to do a kale salad for this one, which doesn't get, you know, limp and soggy if you dress it in advance. That is
0: a hot tip because lettuce yeah. wood or spinach. Yeah, lettuce. Yeah. And if you
1: do it too far in advance, it's going to be all sad looking. Kale holds Kale up it well. It. It's super seasonal. It's what you want to eat right now. Well, it it's a looks gorgeous so salad. And then, um, yeah, it's really pretty. And you can get that out on plates. That for reals we were we were tossing <laughs> the salad in garbage bags in trash bags <laughs> big trash bags
3: and then dragging and then trash reaching bags into, salad. into <laughs> trash bags and just pulling out handfuls of salad i know gloves. There's gloves. but, but you know yeah, but you're still probably. pulling and out gloves.
1: gloves of yeah people just taking out a handful um You still hope no one would come in. Yeah, into that you don't room, want no? anyone to arrive early. <laughs> yeah. Early. At that point, it's really rude to arrive early and see people with trash bags of salad. It somehow feels
2: the elegant mood. <laughs> I have learned
1: to say doors will open at 630 and then I really mean it. They're locked. Like literally. Because people will in. come at 610 and they'll be like, can I help? And you're like, you know what would help? is if you, you not leave, didn't come at <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. So true. So true.
1: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we that we could prep and plate, but everything else um couldn't be. So what we ended up doing, and I love it. I think it's a fantastic dynamic, really but it does take an obscene amount of planning Um, (laughs) each table of eight. We have a serving dish of each item for just that table. So there's a platter of meat. There's the serving bowl of veg. There's a serving bowl of potatoes. There's the basket of rolls, whatever. So each smaller table, we do these long rows of tables. So it's like a huge long banquet table, but each one is divided up into eight and they do family style just in among their own eight people. And I assigned each guy at the table had to get up, go into the next room and they had an assignment on their name card. So one guy would get the meat and the gravy and somebody else would get the potatoes and the veg and somebody else would get the bread and the, well, you know, but the problem is you, you don't have a same number of guys at each table necessarily. So each table is its own headache that you have to sort Mm -hmm. which means rsvps matter you have to get them in you can't have people switching chairs you know it's just kind of like everybody has to but it's a it's really fun so each course like all the men get up they come back and whoever gets the meat has to carve it and that's my favorite favorite (laughs) moment of that banquet every year is looking out at the sea of anxiety (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who's sweating the most having to carve the sometimes they're easy cuts and meet them, sometimes they're not oh well you remember the, I crown, remember roast the crown roast, roast.
0: <laughs> I, I, I saw pictures oh. Ruth worked that, oh Ruth, worked that oh
1: Ruth was there it wasn't Ruth you was it was there. she was there oh, yeah. she well I remember the, pictures Ruth was of there. the
0: crown roast and your cakes and yeah. it was just so amazing but I can imagine if The ground <laughs> roast came out. <laughs> how many guys were sweating over oh, that? Oh, I know. <laughs>
1: and I always try to. Yeah, you kind of try to pick the guy at the table you assume can handle the pressure. But
3: yeah, we do. We it's would funny. go through the list and be like, "What guy gets? Yeah, the meat. out of <laughs> this Which group one gets the meat,
0: or yeah. who are you mad at that way? Yeah. I can feel it. honored <laughs> if, they're, if
3: they're chosen for the
1: meat. I did the first year. I did rack of pork. We usually do pork, and. I had told a lady who's much more experienced than I am in all these things that I was thinking of doing rack of pork and she goes, "Now I will warn you that that guys can panic a little bit when they hit that bone. It's harder to carve it." And I was like, "Oh, you know, they'll figure it out." <laughs> no, it was it was total hilarious pandemonium. <laughs> one one guy literally tried to sort of return it like this one doesn't work. <laughs> My meat doesn't work. <laughs> My meat doesn't work. This one does not perform because you I mean, have to kind of everyone know there's the bones knife. and meat. Well, yeah, but there's it you can't like hack through the bone. You but, have to yeah. like get it yeah. in between. Sort uh-huh. of takes a little to, bit of an effort. So you had a little S shape. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> well, and anyway, then he felt the pressure. Great. Like maybe in normal yeah.
0: circumstances he would have figured out, but the pressure of seven other yeah. Guys, yeah. guys. I know. Mean, looking at, at yes. it. I know. And then
1: they serve. And I love the dynamic of it's the guys doing it. Like they're getting up in their... They're serving, and yeah, I love fun. that. There'd I think it's been the host really great at
0: their table. Yeah, yeah. They're their small group, which makes it a little bit more intimate than you know than the yeah. giant room, t- yeah. long, long, long yeah. tables of hundreds of people.
1: Yeah, and I find it hard to make a buffet table look. You can make a buffet table look beautiful, and the first five people through it, will see how beautiful it is, <laughs> and then everyone else gets this like disaster of crumbs yeah. and empty bowls and you know like stuff. So that. It's it's easier to just send out pretty platters or mm-hmm. here's a cake stand with the cake just for your eight yeah. people. Well, that's why I started talking about that because we would do small enough cakes that it just serves eight 100%. rather than a big, huge cake. So And at the end,
0: drinks, did they come through and get coffee or was there coffee
1: served, um, sugar cubes? It's like yeah. one year I remember that, sugar cubes and cream. Oh, maybe, cream. yeah. We've done – different things. Last year, was it last year? Was the first year I got those? It might be. Carafts. Yeah. Because we used to just say at dessert, it was like the guys are going to go get dessert. You can get up and get yourself coffee, but then you have a mile long line. Everybody starts chatting. The coffee runs out. It's all very disturbing. So we started just getting the carafts ready. And then one of the guys at the table will bring out the so coffee and table the cream is sugar. Sharing a carafe yeah.
0: instead of having yeah. to wait in the long line. Yeah. And then in the beginning, do you already have water in glasses? How do you do the drinks at the beginning? We usually
1: have. Well, Belle can tell us what she's going to do this year. What <laughs> I've done.
3: It's a good question. <laughs> is
1: uh, since it's college, it means not everyone can have wine, so we don't put wine on the table. We have wine available for people over twenty-one, and we have to. That's a whole rigmarole, but. On the tables, we have sparkling cider. So there's a centerpiece in the middle. And then on each end, there is a water bottle. Like I just bought a bunch of glass water bottles and like the little swing top kind that we fill. So there's a water bottle and a cider, sparkling cider. Mm -hmm. So each table has two bottles of water and two ciders. So that should do it for them.
0: Um <laughs> <laughs> so the guys hopefully. aren't going to have to go through a line and try to juggle eight <laughs> yeah. different yeah, bottles. Yeah, yeah. No.
1: <laughs> so they can serve their own their own drinks. And hopefully yeah. it's within reach since I have, you know, like four people mm-hmm. have access to one water bottle and one.
0: And before we get bottle. into bells coordinating, one other note on the serving before there was a kitchen, I remember another way besides the coolers is crock pots. Oh my oh Plugged my in. and oh. I remember going from one to the other to the third to the fourth and stirring madly so the potatoes would <laughs> eat evenly
2: and not burn. Yeah, and
1: those weren't even crockpots; those were those massive roaster, roaster ovens. ovens. Yeah.
3: And you know what? It kept blowing the power. I was gonna say the first few years we were in that building, most of the outlets didn't work, so we would yeah. plug something in and come back like half an hour later, and it's and still it's not cold. working. Yeah. and then we'd blow the, the fuses. The like I yeah. remember tripping a lot trying to <laughs> brew all the coffee. Oh, we'd be we'd be carrying coffee pots all over like this four-story building trying to find an outlet that worked. <laughs> and you'd like have your flashlight, like going down the desk stairs with a coffee cr- urn, just like trying to find an it needs outlet. to be written.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: it's so bad. Well, you know, the first year... I was like, okay, I we can do this. Maybe this was the second year. I don't know. I um, love the can-do
3: attitude. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> it felt like such a normal thing as a child. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially since home, back, like, oh, home was greatly home like was it. Home is very <laughs> similar to that building. Which is why downstairs and all is one of the greatest people
1: on earth. She always
0: has a can-do attitude. She, she is undaunted. <laughs> She's undaunted.
1: Um, but we. I had handled the meat, like, okay, so that's gonna be cooked. The potatoes I had somebody do make all the potatoes for me, load them in the roaster ovens, which I did learn <laughs> always buy on Amazon those disposable liners oh, yes. for the huge roast because it just bakes onto the side it and it's horrid. Impossible um, to get off. Yeah, so she would arrive with them hot in roaster ovens and we would plug them in, blow the fuses. It was great. <laughs> but then I thought I just got a little above myself Mm -hmm. and I thought that we could cook green beans on site. (laughs) (laughs) And I have a jumbo rice cooker and my sister has a jumbo rice cooker and both of them are 60 cup. And so I was like, okay, if I buy the like Costco, you know, those packs of like pre-washed and trimmed little thin Mm -hmm. green beans that are good. I was like, we can do this because we could do like basically steam it in the rice cooker. Well, I don't know what went wrong, and I partly suspect that you know when something—if you're not sure it's working—then you keep opening the lid to find out. Well, and with steaming, <laughs> you can't do that. So I don't Ice know if it was long. our fault or if it was the rice cookers or what. I but think it was a few. It was definitely. We let it sit a long time. There was a lot of it. <laughs> al dente green beans <laughs> that time. Did we even serve them? I thought I we didn't even we, take them out. I think we might have. But yeah, they we were definitely crunchy. Crisp, tender, the crunchy <laughs> beans.
3: Style. Of, the year of the crunchy beans. Fresh beans. Fresh. Yeah. And
1: then we also would heat. We make the same gravy every year. That is a really delicious like cider gravy. Ooh, that and that one is very easy to make, but we were trying to heat it. So again, with the rice cookers. And so we'd have these huge rice cookers that people are stirring and, uh, and then it would always slop all over the floor. Oh, because that's the other thing. There's no counters. So you have a rice cooker on on the floor. floor, So you're squatting down there trying to make a gravy. (laughs) And the complicated bit was I actually would have to attend this banquet. Like I actually can't be in the back. So I'm running back and forth being like, well, don't don't open the lid so many times, or like
3: <laughs> I don't know
1: what to tell you about the bees. Looks
3: and but I feel like, like I remember there not really being any cleaning supplies either, oh, so we no, didn't really have towels not. to clean anything up. It and was so kind
1: every- of an old roll of those industrial paper towels, like yeah. the thin ones. Yeah, that and there'd be useless. like you'd
3: spill something on the floor, and they're these old, really slick wood floors, uh-huh. and we'd have no way to clean uh-huh. it up, and we'd yeah. all be slipping everywhere, <laughs> and. No, like, the things aren't cooking and the fuses were blowing. and. <laughs> okay. I know. Lest- Broken folding tables.
0: Lest, now that there is a commercial kitchen, someone complain. I know. <laughs> this will be a mandatory episode. I know. Absolutely. As well as the next one. <laughs> Potentially, there is going to be a third episode where – we get Carolyn and Jen back on, and the stories continue. Oh, because that'd be good. They have some really that great would be ones good.
1: Too. I'm sure. I'm sure. And they probably all start with. Becca thought it would be a good idea. <laughs> the best stories always do. And then she left us to go sit out in the other room <laughs> and eat while we slipped and slid. Becca <laughs> and totally slide. assured us that we could cook beans in a rice cooker. <laughs> And there I was on the floor stirring the potatoes that went meat. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah.
0: Uh, So Belle. The first event that I was present helping at that you coordinated was flawless. It was oh, so amazing. No one would have known that it's your first event as event coordinator. <laughs> Although I will say you had coordinated the Grace Agenda before, yeah, which yeah. was, you know, slightly different in how it looked. Yeah, a little you, bit different. <laughs> you were used to being an organizational person. Yeah, I've done coordinating for a couple of years already. So, so for people who are working to coordinate a big event, what would you say your hot tips are for oh. coordination? Because I know you have to be very organized i know you have to think about things well ahead of time in order for them to be executed in the heat of the moment yeah in the craziness with all the problems so well so how what would you say to That's someone a who good is going to coordinate a giant event <laughs> <laughs> or even a not so giant event i mean for a lot of home cooks it's overwhelming to have 20 or 30 people over yeah. so i mean it could be a lot of different levels but what would you say as far as coordinating it
3: i feel like so a lot of it is the advance coordinating and all the prep work ahead of time. But I feel like a good amount of it is the thinking on your feet once the event has started and you realize that <laughs> you missed. <laughs> Stay agile. <adult. laughs> when suddenly you're like, ah, no one brought serving dishes for this. <laughs> what, do what do we do? Yeah. A lot of it is the last minute figure it out kind of a thing, which I think doing a lot of events the way I grew up doing them is very helpful for that. (laughs) (laughs) So that seems like normal of like, oh, yeah, that's how events go, which probably is not how they're supposed to be going.
0: (laughs) Well, I kind of like what you said, though, not how they're supposed to be. If in the heat of the moment, so to speak. There is no supposed to. Right. So you being able to be creative and think on your feet and grab a totally different dish than what you had intended. That perfect, beautiful serving dish. Instead, I'll use whatever. Something that you would never have originally picked and just be okay with it. Yeah. And I think I probably, mom, too,
3: have a little more of just like a wing it attitude than you probably should as (laughs) a coordinator. (laughs) 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 I, I think... Yeah, other people would get a bit more stressed out and they'd be like, oh, what are you going to do about that? And I'd be like, oh, I'll figure it out. And-
1: <laughs> I do think like, that, that Belle's superpower pro- is remaining
3: incredibly calm <laughs> in those moments. and Yeah, which is probably not how you're supposed to be doing it, but it's, it's, better it's helpful for when, when things go like wrong like because <laughs> they do go wrong. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's lack of foresight or if that's just figuring out things that go wrong one of those <laughs> i don't know i think
0: it isn't lack of foresight because you do you are a planner you do think way ahead of time you yeah you know you organize way ahead of time you have all your notes you have your yeah. list but
3: when you have a big event like that something is going to go right yeah. i mean you just because have to when you have it. all the time it's easy to get all the planning done it's more when you don't have any more time or any plans it's time. <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah yeah now what do we do <laughs> now what right yeah.
0: Grab this tray instead of that one. <laughs> yeah. Grab this massive serving bowl instead of that one. Yeah, yeah, just, just wing it. <laughs> well, I also love the advice to just be calm and happy and smile because it's so much better it's gonna happen whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen you're gonna yeah. have problems but if you're that way it's it makes the events and be, the people in the kitchen with yeah. you have so much more fun than if, and you're if
3: yeah and well, if like all the servers start getting stressed out and stuff then no. it's terrible like if you just view it as funny and not as a problem then everyone else is like oh they'll figure it out they're not stressed it's fine it's super <laughs> important i i think that that does set the tone for yeah because when the person everybody. in charge is stressed out mm-hmm. and starts like acting stressed down. towards everyone, then everyone starts kind of messing yeah, up. Yeah, everything sort of and, un-
1: unravels. Yeah, and when
3: you're just like, oh, what a funny thing. <laughs> or, I should have <laughs> thought that one through. Then, then <laughs> normally it's easier to come up with a solution when you're not stressed about it and other people don't start stressing and also messing everything up.
2: <laughs> well,
0: and once you started the top person who's the coordinator and it trickles down, you know the guests are going to feel that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guests yeah. are going to eventually see it. You yeah, know, People who are kind of stumbling around – Messing up,
3: yeah. Because if everyone that the (laughs) the guests are seeing, everyone coming out with their food and stuff, is just having a good time, then it does actually help set the tone for what's happening out in the room. And when everyone is just like panicked and running back and forth, then it's not as fun. The the guests guests, will
0: never know that you're perfect serving dishes. Yeah, they don't need to see what we're doing in the kitchen. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, maybe you had to pull out your big silver bowl that you weren't going to use, but they would never know that you intended something different. If you don't tell people what your plans
3: are, (laughs) I know. They won't know. (laughs) Well and no one
0: comes to an event just ready to be a super judge. You know, they're just laughing, having a great time visiting with people. They're not inspecting your dishes Mm -hmm. and your napkins and all the details. I mean, obviously your events are beautiful, so they are (laughs) observing how beautiful it all is. (laughs) But the small little things that you're thinking are off. Yeah. They're not going to notice. I know.
3: I feel like I've kind of learned don't tell too many people what your plans are in advance or everyone will notice when that's not what it looks like. That's huge. <laughs> that's if you really just huge. Have, If like the few people helping you have an idea of what's happening, and you start to set it up and you're like, that is not at all what I was hoping for. You can change it and no one who comes is ever going to know that this is plan B. Mm-hmm. But if everyone knows what you were wanting to do then everyone knows it doesn't work (laughs) or didn't work (laughs) yeah and it's better that they not know that (laughs) so true let's take a quick break
0: are you searching for hands-on activities to help your kids explore the practical side of science look no further than your kitchen inquisicook blends food science and culinary arts into an engaging program that puts delicious food on the family table Let Inquisicook do the teaching with lesson videos, reliable recipes, and assessment tools that put students on track for success. Their online platform is easy to navigate and optimized for mobile, so the learning experience can move from the classroom to the kitchen without a hitch. Inquisicook turns curious students into intuitive cooks, not just recipe followers, Say goodbye to the tyranny of the ingredients list and say hello to utilizing what's in season, what's on sale, or what's in the fridge. Visit inquisicook.com to view sample lessons, then check out the recipe gallery to see just how crave-worthy science can be. Speaking of guests having a great time, how do you think through where to seat people? Do you always come up with a seating plan or are there events where you don't come up with a seating plan? How important is that to you?
3: Well, mom's kind of had her signature thing at each event, so I've mostly just been going with that so far, which is, I think, well, so the faculty dinner, there's three different courses, and she's always had everyone get up between each course and go through a buffet to get their food, or sometimes people will be serving it on the porch or something because they eat in the backyard, and so they'll get up and leave, and we'll reset the entire seating chart so you're sitting with different people through each course, and that one's a ton of fun to do. So that one I've kept the same. So we just – everyone's at a different table each course, and it's a ton of fun. And then the Reformation banquet needs a seating chart so the guys can get the food for the table. And we – yeah, that one, (laughs) you need a seating chart. And then I don't remember what – I guess I'll figure it out with the rest of the events for the year.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like the (laughs) I'll find out what we normally do.
1: I really enjoyed that, and I think that was something that Ben had at Oxford – he was invited to the dean's house, I think, one mm. evening for a graduate student's formal dinner sort of thing. So I wasn't there, it was only students. But he, and I can't remember how it worked, but he was like, you know what? It was great because they changed in between yeah. courses, I think. And that just meant you got to talk to more people. And that is really nice because, especially if it's a longer evening with more courses, you know, you might land next to somebody that it's great to chat with for two and a half hours, or you might not. So it's kind of nice, even if, of course, everybody gets along and, you know, it's great to, but it's really nice to have a chance to just have a shorter conversation with more people. And it's also just kind of Fun. So everybody yeah. gets up, leaves. That's a big fluster for the servers. Everybody yeah. has like, to, like, quick. You have to clear all somewhere, yeah. all
0: glasses, things that napkins. Yeah. Yeah. Reset, yeah. And yeah, everything
1: mm-hmm. has to be off. And then a whole new place sitting, like, there it is, yeah. ready for the next round. But that one, that one just kind of makes it for, an, I don't know, a more interesting event you talk to more people than you would and that's also really
3: nice because that specific event it's an end of summer event so it's right when everyone comes back to school so you've got all the new faculty that people don't know and that way they can rotate through and everyone can meet them and you don't end up with like five new faculty at one table and no one knows anyone kind of a situation exactly and you usually start that event
0: in the yard with drinks and appetizers mm-hmm. don't you yeah the and guys play, plo- play croquet, croquet yeah.
3: in the yard and then there's appetizers which and is drinks. also a really
0: fun time to mix and mingle and meet and talk to a lot
3: of people yeah, yeah. but you can yeah. continue that at each course which right. i love too yeah. because
0: like you say you don't you don't have time to talk to everyone so if you're getting to go to three or four different tables i guess mm-hmm. it's three three different tables yeah yeah then you can really have a yeah, whole new true. group each yeah. time
3: and something like that when we have a Table assignment, so you just have your name at a table, but you don't have a specific seat assignment. So you can just kind of, Yes, jump in at That the table. one is like you just and then find your I think own that's chair how, at this table. I think event. that's how most the events are because we also have a couple of formal class events coming up, and I think mm-hmm. that's how those ones are done too.
1: Sometimes I do individual name tags, yeah. but that one, oh, I guess, I guess always a little when you do. Yeah, the class, just anything with the students. That there's always a the funny. Um, before I had kids at NSA. I would look at my little list of names (laughs) and I would think, there's definitely dynamics here that (laughs) I don't know. Right. So I would go in and find someone who would know. And I'd be like, just look through this list and tell me. If two of them are engaged, I need to put them next yeah. to each other. But like if if they he just, just broke apart, then maybe <laughs> not at the same table together. You know, or maybe they're married and I missed that news flash. Yeah, <laughs> actually, <laughs> the names thought. would have clued me in. Yeah. But like, if they're engaged or they're dating, you know, like whatever it is, it's just kind of a. I would always get somebody to look it over. And then when my kids were then in college, I would always make them Mm -hmm. proofread my (laughs) seating chart so that I didn't perpetrate some really weird.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Fan against humanity. Exactly. And you
1: just do try to spread. I mean, it's always a question. Like you've got some people you can rely on to make a fun conversation yeah. at a table and other people don't contribute
3: so you need to both of those kinds of people you need to space out a little yeah. bit and you do feel kind of bad sometimes because you have someone who's like great at carrying a conversation and you've maybe got a table of people where you're like i have no idea if they know each other i'm not sure what to do you don't want to like put all the weight of the evening on one person right. but you're like well Sticking yeah. you in there. Hope you have fun. <laughs> Hope you can yeah. do it. But <laughs> luckily, the students all
1: know each other. Yeah, enough. which that, is, that seems to never is, really
3: be. Yeah, no, it's fine. It doesn't seem, and it like is fun issue. to like get stick by stuck by someone you've never yeah, you really just just don't encountered. Know. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, and going back to some of the dinners where you have people come and they can choose any of the eight seats. Don't you put a a card in the middle? It kind of like when every time the table switches and there's new silverware and glasses laid, a new card goes up and the people coming back in have to find their
1: name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really exactly so they just go around and look and it's like, oh, Merkel's were here at this table, you know. So and that way I don't have to uh, you know, trying to put new individual name tags at every place card while they're getting food. Like <laughs> uh, that's impossible. We can barely get the table. Yeah. yeah. Before
0: people are bolting yeah. back in yeah. there. But if you just course. put a
1: new card, you know, like they're in the center by the flower arrangement, Yeah, it's, and then they wander around and then they find their spot and they're like, Oh, you're here too. You know? Uh, so that, that is such a great idea. The first time
0: I saw it, I thought, wow, this is genius. And yeah, I'd never seen it before.
1: Well, one problem that happens, particularly with buffets, and this is sort of my little pet peeve, so everybody gets there, there's a buffet set up, and they'll say, ladies first. So it's like, that's sweet. That's very kind. All the ladies go through. They sit down. It just guarantees you have a segregated evening. (laughs) Yeah. Like, the rest of the evening, the ladies will all be sitting in here, and the guys will all have gone out there, which is fine. That can be fun, depending on whatever, but it's kind of like if every single event you go to... It just divides that way. And it really just comes down to the ladies first thing. Um, So at soup night, we started. You start by being like, all right, ladies first. You go through. After a little bit, Ben's like, we are now going to employ the zipper maneuver.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know he was doing that. That That's great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it just means that like actually, yeah, we're an integrated group. It's not, you know, just like a funny Seventh grade lunch table kind of yeah. vibe. But it's just those are the kinds of things where if you set up a buffet and then you're not thinking through it, but
3: it yeah. can be, which, yeah, especially with a buffet, if you're like couples go together, yeah. then yeah. that's, yeah, well, and nice. at the
0: event where there's an eight person table, they go by tables, don't they? Aren't they dismissed oh, by right, tables? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And so it is a mixture of people going, yeah. maybe not specifically. Yeah. Event. I know I've seen it done like that before, though, yeah. but where it's like, okay. You just work your way through yeah, the room, sort of like get up And yeah. each table goes, mm-hmm. it's not all the ladies from this table, then all the ladies from mm-hmm. the yeah. table. And meanwhile, yeah. the men are at the very end, which does make it odd because the women are would, you know, would be done
1: eating as well, practically, yeah. by the
0: time all the men yeah. finally go through. <laughs> so it's better yeah. if the tables can go through and then come and sit down yeah. together. And
1: so. if it's like open seating, I think that's kind of more what I'm thinking about is that sort of more casual There's chairs in the lawn. There's chairs on the porch that you can sit in the living room, ladies first. That's when all the ladies will end up in the living room. All the guys will end up on the deck. And then that's just how it is until it's time to go. Yeah, makes
2: sense.
0: (laughs) Yes. Which is not really what
1: you're going for for a group college event. Right. And so if you have, you know, assigned seating, then that's just eliminated. But, yeah, those are the weird issues you have to think through, I feel like. (laughs) Hidden yep. implications <laughs> yes, yes. about the ladies first.
0: <laughs> That's a good thing to think through. So speaking of Oxford, are some of your influences from Oxford or are a lot of influences from Oxford after been going through their Ph.D. program and having been a part of that culture? Would you say that English culture has been brought
1: into New St. Andrews and has given you some ideas or no? I would say, yeah, definitely. But one of my b- biggest peeps when we lived there <laughs> was Americans who come over to England and start faking the accent.
2: <laughs> you don't talk in a British accent all your It's just so embarrassing. It's like, just don't, just be yourself.
1: So, yes, I would say tons of the influence comes from the time at Oxford. But I never wanted it to be us faking the accent. Like it really has to be authentically us and it has to work here and it needs to be Idaho because, you know, it's just going to be embarrassing dress up time. If, <laughs> if, yeah. You know, so you're creating a culture.
0: You're taking some relief really and ideas and components, but you're making it your own.
1: That's what I hope I'm doing. <laughs> That's what I would like to think I'm doing. <laughs> but it's yeah. I mean, for one thing you just cannot pull off an event like you could in Oxford cuz we don't have stunning <laughs> ridiculous like beautiful stone giant great hall. We have dust uh, stairs. Yeah, no, we don't have that. We have the dust stairs and the old CJ's that was Cadillac jacks. Um so you got to you got to remember your place in the world. <laughs> not oxford <laughs> But also like yeah trying to trying to up the tone on things, you know, like let's, let's try and have it be a little bit less best Western and a little bit more. Yeah. We're going to do a little more classy. Yeah. We're going to have, <laughs> you know, more silverware on and you'll have to figure out which fork <laughs> to use. Yeah. I Yeah. But it's also a lot of influence from our time in Oxford. I think yeah. I would say a ton. The Idaho doesn't have <laughs> any, I mean, growing up in Idaho, there is no scene no in which, sense. Although I am dying when I think about this because we're going to be in Oxford, I guess, next week. And we're going to be doing a high table dinner at one of the colleges. And I was like, oh, my word. I feel like I spent my early years overdressing for uh, events in Moscow, Idaho. And now I'm spending my elderly time underdressing (laughs) for really posh events. (laughs) So. Maybe you'll get it right one of these days. Yeah, when I'm old and really gray, then I (laughs) will. I think you have an excuse, so you know. There we go. You can do whatever you want. So it's, uh, yeah, (laughs) it's just a different context in Oxford. That's very fun. (laughs)
0: So when you go, do you still kind of look around? I mean, not that you're looking around, but do you still gain ideas from doing a high tea
1: or a formal dinner and you think, oh,
0: I'm gonna this idea for an
1: oh, essay. Totally. I mean, we were there last fall and we did a high table dinner at Christchurch, which is Ben's College. And so we were invited into the faculty common room for drinks beforehand. So we go in there, and they, like, serve you some champagne, and everybody just kind of stands around and chats. But you're in this room that has, like—I wander over, and I'm looking at one of the things. There's a huge fireplace and leather sofas, and, Oof. you know, there's this thing hanging on the wall. I go over and look, and it's, a, it's just a bit of stone relief from— Nineveh, I think, that that was gifted to the college by the archaeologists who dug it up in the 19th century. And it's kind of like, oh, yes, it's just kind of tucked away in the corner. And you're just like, really? Anyway, so you're having your champagne. And then we go up this little secret staircase sort of from there directly up onto the sort of raised platform at the front, which is where the high table is. And you just kind of come out right there. Sit down. You're at your high table. And... And obviously, that's not something we can duplicate here. Mm. But I did like the idea of just all the students were... You know, filling in the tables and everything, but the faculty was off together for a few minutes first, having a glass of champagne, and then they arrived. And I was like, "That would be great to incorporate someday." I don't, I won't have any carvings from Nineveh, I'm afraid. <laughs> we could
3: fake them. We can fake, yeah, That's true, yeah. We can say someone gifted spray
1: it. foam, sort of. You could. They totally, just had an extra. You could totally gift it. <laughs> I know, I know, but you know, I, it's just things like that where you suddenly notice, like, oh, that was a good way of doing it. I like that, or
0: yeah. Oh, that's so much fun. Okay, another, this is kind of a different direction. What do you do if you have an unexpected guest? <laughs> I, we'll talk a, just to a touch on unexpected hospitality. <laughs> so you have soup night, and I'm guessing you pretty much know your numbers, but occasionally I'm wondering if somebody comes, uh, invites a friend, or somebody else comes that you weren't expecting. Or maybe, I mean, you talked about how for some events it's so important to have RSVPs, Somebody comes that didn't RSCP. How do you handle those situations? Yeah. <laughs> the unexpected. The
1: soup night is really funny because my favorite of all time was I flung the soup and bread on the table and had to run do something. And I get a text from Ben at home who, who says, there's a small, strange Vietnamese man in the soup line. <laughs> <laughs> I still have no idea where he came from. But yeah, he had to have just seen like a two I don't two know. people. He got some soup.
0: People were walking into because they're they probably
1: all like <laughs>
3: hanging out in the yard and stuff. Just like, or he
1: might have just what? been somebody's friend, and uh, that's totally great. People do that all the time. They yeah, they completely bring a friend. And with soup night, had no idea which one. It's a big enough pot that it's gonna be fine, and <laughs> so you make know, extra. Yeah, and I I try to always have enough that there's. Significant leftovers, yeah, and most of the time I hit that. So sometimes they get to the bottom of the pot, but usually I just want it to be there's extra and people can take leftovers home with them, which I love when I can do that or whatever. So I try to have that, but I mean, how have we done it? Like, so for instance, with a wedding, I am a terrible failure at RSVPing. Oh, me too. Because you always feel like, oh, yes, of course, I'm going to RSVP. I, we just need to get a little closer so that I can make sure that when I say yes or no, that I... It. So I am the world's worst. And so I have a lot of sympathy for people who don't. But when I'm the one who needs other people to RSVP, <laughs> you're like, excuse me. Aren't you, know, you cultured? I know. It's really... So I I see it from both sides. But yeah. with the RSVPs, I tend to try to... Make sure that there's enough seats for everyone, plus a little amount of slush extra, so that if something happens, you can accommodate them. Because if they do show up, you don't want it to be like, "Excuse me, you did not RSVP." Because half me, the time, maybe late. they did, and right. I lost yeah, it, or it's my virtually. goof, or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I try to, I try to have a buffer of seats unless it's a small enough if it's like the faculty dinner that's easy i mean yeah i have well because we did have that this
3: year with the faculty dinner of like 20 minutes before the event (laughs) someone's
1: oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah that's right or somebody who thought they couldn't come and then it turns out our plans changed now i can so you definitely want to try to be able to accommodate them yeah because you do want them to come and you don't want to be looking at your yeah. guests with the side eye, like <laughs> the stink
0: eye. Making yeah, that them one. Feel like, like, well, yeah. I guess we'll wrestle up a paper plate for you. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That I one know. worked
3: out well because it was all the tables were like all couples, they were all by twos. And then there was one person there on their own, so there was one empty seat at a table so I could just stick an extra chair at the end and then you have two seats everywhere that one person went. So I could just be like, follow that person and there will always be two seats there for you. Yeah, And and you're
1: always going to have last minute cancellations too. Somebody got sick, somebody's kid got sick, somebody, you know, somebody forgot. So that will always happen. Mm -hmm. But I just try to hopefully have enough food and enough seats that... Nothing terrible happens. Yeah.
0: <laughs> do you keep things on hand to, to store leftovers or to send things with people? Like, what do you have to handle what's left? I mean, obviously, there's we should do that. lots of leftovers. Yeah. Are not not lots? <laughs> Hopefully, there's not lots of leftovers, but you, there can be. So, what do you do to accommodate that?
1: I have a couple times. I actually just bought like pizza boxes. I think from Amazon, but small, not like huge pizza boxes, but basically that. When, But this was when we were at the North Campus and there was not a kitchen and we have to get all this food out. So I did just – we started loading those 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 up. I have takeout containers a lot. For soup night, I don't have it right now, but I like to get those rigid – it's like a hot cup, but it's for soup, and they have lids. I like to have those so that at the end of the evening I can just put them on the table and tell people if you want anything for lunch tomorrow, just fill it up, Mm -hmm. take it. And it's great. People will take a little – Power of four soup cups that they walk away with and that's
3: <laughs> terrific. And with college events you'll always have like guys coming to the back afterwards asking if there's any leftovers to take. Yeah. So, so pizza boxes work well of for
1: some things like the meat yeah. or if you just get regular old restaurant takeout containers those mm-hmm. can work. Yeah. Foil pans even mm-hmm. but soup night I just have those. If you go to a restaurant supply they, they have tons of Those in different sizes, different, you know, like round or square, rigid sides, measurements on the side, you know, pop on lids. Those are useful to have around for home. Good (laughs)
0: tips. Good hot tips. (laughs) So the current NSA coordinator and the previous everything coordinator (laughs) worked together this summer. And Becca said she was retired. Ha! Huh? She was not retired <laughs> because there I was, there I was, <laughs> walking into the NSA bookstore, sword and shovel, and oh, yeah. up I see on a ladder
2: <laughs> in the distant background,
0: <laughs> not an elegant lady in her recliner. <laughs> Reading the latest stories, the (laughs) latest novel from the Oxford Press. (laughs) Right, right. I saw her accomplishing a desk. (laughs) Tell us a bit about that.
1: Oh man! So the back room at the Sword and Shovel was the former kitchen because it used to be a restaurant. They've turned the front into kind of bookstore, coffee shop, and then that room that used to be a kitchen was just kind of overflow seating. But I feel like when last school year started, it was still a weird, dilapidated old kitchen, and yeah. they just finished it off really fast, and there was some kind of old, I don't know, used furniture from somewhere that they put in there, so there were yeah. f- some handful of tables and chairs, and but it was not at all an ambiance that you wanted to sit in because yeah. it was, it did it, feel like a hospital waiting room. Like, yeah, it, it was, was fluorescent lights.
3: The place you want to hang yeah, out. Cause
1: it was, I mean, it was a kitchen and it has no windows and it was a very peculiar shape Yeah, because there's a spot that I think used to be the walk-in cooler. And then there's like the nook that used to have the industrial dishwasher. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's a jaggedy little room and with fluorescent lights and just whatever carpet, not on the floor, Mm-mm. so yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> it was wasn't carpet in a kitchen. No, they just. I think Are when they, they, they said, that would have been was rough. this. It was this crazy, <laughs> oh, wow, like bad. cracked old tiles that were really like. It was this kind of uneven floor, and anyway, so they just did it really fast. Put it like there. Now we gotcha. have a room. Yeah. So I would say I was redecorating it, but it never was decorated in the first place. So I was just (laughs) decorating decorating it. it. Yeah. Starting from scratch. It was like, try to make this a place where you would want to go and sit down with the coffee and study. So that was what I was up to. For way too long. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and Belle was helping. She was That's there, and I, I should have
3: been doing Grace agenda probably. She was my moral support <laughs> for a lot of it. Oh, what was
0: really fun is the creativity, the creative idea behind it was not just paint the walls. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> not with mom. Not with. It, not with it will be custom. It will be custom and there will be fabric. <laughs> so, fabric went on the ceiling panels. So, there was some taking of the pan, lots of taking of mm-hmm. ceiling panels down, rolling starch water. Yeah. Yeah. Liquid starch. Or, no, just pure yeah, concentrated starch. starch. Not water, even in mm-hmm. there. Liquid mm-hmm. starch. Putting this amazing fabric down that you designed yes. or put together the design. I know you said that it was inspired or part of it was from Oxford. Well, yeah. So that's a whole.
2: House. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm mixing up stories. It, no, you're right. It is a weird hodgepodge. So the thing is, it was one of those hideous drop ceilings, the little acoustic tiles, foam, yucky things, um, <laughs> which nothing could be done about because that's just what it was. And above it was the biggest mess you've ever seen of the previous ceiling, which is also there's another ceiling behind that. Like it used to have, I think, 14 foot ceilings or something. And now it's this much lower thing, which we just had to make do with it. So I spray painted all the metal bit and then designed fabric panels to cover each, (laughs) you know, foam square. And then, yeah, so it was cutting that apart wrapping it around but the design was in the center of them there's the logo for the different house or not houses halls at <laughs> nsa so ashdown malta and jericho so the sort of what do you call it what's the word the crest, say crest. Mascot, there's like a mask right. yeah the crest, crest sort yeah. of is in the center but the design around the edge is this wacky It's like an old fresco or something that they found in Oxford, this very medieval, in the Pizza Express. So (laughs) as one does. Medieval yet modern. It's like in this old, old coach house, I think, from the 1100s. And Only
0: Oxford could have that. Right, right. With a, in, an old, in coach an old coach house. <laughs> house. Yes, That's amazing.
1: And um, so they had uncovered it when they were doing some work, and so they just left it. And it's the weirdest, craziest design you've ever seen. And I was always very fascinated by that. And then when we took the kids to Stratford to see Shakespeare's house. We went in, and in his bedroom, there is the same design. And I was like, excuse me, (laughs) sir, to the guide. I was like, how is this the same as Pizza Express in Oxford? And they said that, oh, actually, they had had it copied to put in Shakespeare's bedroom because it was a period piece. So it seemed like a good idea. So they copied the Pizza Express murals and put them in Shakespeare's bedroom. <laughs> and then I grabbed some of the design and changed the colorway and shrunk it down and made it into a sort of a border around each hall crest. So, so that's the what I did.
0: Express man was a very cultured person. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> we line this as well
0: <laughs> that's pretty impressive because when i walk into the local dominoes or, I know. you know papa murphy's i don't see you know crests and murals and <laughs> right right
3: that exactly. sort of thing
0: on the wall no not as much <laughs> that is so much fun so you put that on the ceiling and yeah. then fabric on the walls. yes
1: fabric on the wall trim around the edge of the i guess you'd call it a Chair rail. Yes. So I painted that. That trim was there. So I painted the chair rail and below it on the wall and then had a bunch of furniture made, which is coming. And we'll see if that pulls the whole thing together or if I've just done something really weird. It it will because
0: it's already pulled together. It looks amazing. Well, it's it's better than it was. It it is. And I I did the
1: fabric on the walls because I wanted to help the sound because it was a little bit too much like you couldn't have a conversation in that room without having the conversation yeah, with awkward. the whole room it was just very um i don't know what it was but very acoustically public, right? you Everyone didn't hearing your conversation yeah, yeah exactly and i felt like it was if a really we like did... silent echoey room yes so that's partly why i did fabric on the walls i felt like that would help mm-hmm. yeah
0: um kind of takes the place of curtains but there are no yeah. windows so yeah. you don't yeah. have curtains anywhere.
1: Yeah, exactly so i had that woven and did the uh, stripe that incorporates the nsa colors and and then with the extra fabrics, you had them make bags. That's right. That's right. Because I had to make have, you make um, curtains for the front. I'm going to. Shop? I haven't gotten to that yet. That's that's still on the list. But yeah, we'll do drapes for the front that will also help with sound, I think. Mm. And that will match the fabric in the back. And then with the extra fabric we didn't need, I had to make some, yeah, little bags to sell. And they're so cute. And they're only $5. Yeah. I mean, they are so adorable. They're just, yeah, they're really yeah fabric
0: bags. You I've carried them to the farmer's market. I've carried yeah. them. I just need to throw a few things. Yeah. And carry with me somewhere. Yeah. I use them all the time good i'm glad to hear
1: this i need to get one i don't own one yet i should have poached one out of the box
3: when it arrived at my house you should have poached now you are bagless (laughs) now we have to pay for them i know just slinging there and saying the event coordinator don't you know who i am
0: (laughs) there were a couple of times when i was Going into the back room, you know, when it had the little rope across, oh, and yeah. you're not uh-huh. supposed to go right, in the back right, room. Right. And I'm like, you feel I'm very important. <laughs> the event coordinator. <laughs> I am helping the, the event
1: coordinator, the <laughs> tile installation yes. person. I, I didn't get to help
0: much because school started for me full time. I'm teaching this year, but before that, I did help a a day or two. And it was so much fun. And I was just a bit salty. that I was like, Becca,
2: you should have started at the beginning of
1: I know, I know.
0: <laughs> Why aren't I you on my timeline? Should've. I could have totally dent ceiling tiles I with should've. you for days. <laughs> yeah. But the portion that I did, the very few compared to how many she and Belle did, was very fun. Yeah, yeah. it, it turned I out. Like such yeah, artist, I didn't do any of the ceiling I tiles. I felt
1: like I lucked out a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, That's true. It's, it was definitely not a project you can Google because no one ever <laughs> has decided to do this thing. No one's ever but thought I about could, doing this I before. could tell you how now because I, yeah, that You've first day, you were there that first day was where day we were kind one. of hiring Pirating. It's like, not <laughs> what word am I even saying? Pioneering <laughs> the technique. Oh, I was like, You're what were you pirating, pirating, pirating for this room? <laughs> and then the next pirating. day, <laughs> like dials off the ceiling. <laughs> it was definitely bubbly the next day, so I I had to figure out how to, yeah, do it so there were not bubbles. Yeah, and how yeah. did you fix it?
0: Well, I don't remember. I know you've told me, but I can't oh, remember I don't know. The, it just you just, started
1: to have to channel the mood of the fabric. <laughs> We're not pulling it yeah. too tight. Not pulling it too tight, but using I tons and tons, tons and tons of, of starch. Yeah, starch. yeah. I think so that much. that was the yes. key. We, we bought out every store in gallons. Moscow so many so times. many times.
0: Yeah, everybody was wondering what. I really <laughs> hope no one
1: had <laughs> like a yeah starching an emergency. That I don't know. It was probably thirty-five gallons, maybe of that stuff. By the time we we're done? At least. Yeah. Which we milk, use so
0: much. Aren't you inspired to do something like that at your house? And <laughs> after doing that, you were thinking about I've, hanging out I've fabric had, panels please, on your wall.
3: No, well, I'm not doing fabric because I got wallpaper, but I'm not allowed to wallpaper since we're in a rental. <laughs> so <laughs> I have to figure out how to do it without doing it to the walls. So I guess it wouldn't involve liquid starch. It would no, involve yeah. just I was planning on way. getting some sort of poster board or something and wallpapering that and then attaching that to the walls. Mm, we'll see yeah. how well that works. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I can see the inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> the Although I did just tiles. see that you can
3: actually just starch normal wallpaper and have it be removable if you have normal okay. yeah, the starch. I was watching is... someone do that because I already have the
0: wallpaper. Do you, could you then wash the wall afterwards? Yeah. I mean, do you wash it? Yeah. The-
3: yeah, because the when we took some down at the sword and shovel, didn't it leave some color behind? That's what I was worried about—is leaving anything, any color. But that was fabric, so it was mm, probably yeah, like Wallpaper dyed. wouldn't do it. Wallpaper wouldn't do that, but fabric could.
0: Would the liquid starch change the color slightly? Because I know when we hung up some mm-hmm. ceiling tiles, the fabric started. Well, it had white in it. Yeah, the, it turned it more into an off
3: white. Yeah, yeah, and I when when it was wet, it would get really. dark. But once it dried, it was just. Not significant. I couldn't different. tell
1: if that was just because of being suctioned onto those tiles. Yeah, to so, like, you know rich. what I mean? Tiles are not brilliant white. Yeah. No, they right. Were old. So I couldn't quite tell, but it definitely changed. Yeah. If you held up just a panel right yeah. now next to the ceiling, it is, yeah slightly tea stained looking on the ceiling but it makes yeah. it look but it looks cool, cool. yeah it, it was fine it looks aged yeah it was fine you know fine. people do that to parchment or paper Yeah, yeah know, that's yeah, right school. yeah, yeah to make with the, the treasure map or, yeah yeah yeah,
2: oh, yeah.
0: speaking <laughs> Burn of pirates <laughs> speaking of pirates and all that good stuff <laughs> Well, this has been so much fun. The last thing I want to close with, this really, I'm like figuring out how to tie this in. I'm not really sure. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe it's a a continued story about unexpected hospitality, but it's a really hilarious one. And so I want Becca to tell us. She (laughs) travels a lot for NSA. She and Ben travel a lot for just various events, sometimes speaking at conferences, sometimes speaking at schools and Another way of going with the flow is just travel. Travel, you oh, have to go with the flow. Yeah, I mean, there yeah. are forgotten things. <laughs> there are accidents that happen, delayed flights. And so a really hilarious one. I know you have many stories from your travel travels, but the latest one in California. I literally laughed out <laughs> loud and had to read it to every family member. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! Okay, it was so there was an amazing text. It was so good. You have to just tell It us was good. First. Okay, so
1: Ben and I are in California. He's speaking at a um, camp for a classical school down there that does a like a retreat at the beginning of the year. So we're up in the mountains somewhere in California, and so it's like a campground, you know. And we have one little cabin where we were staying, but it was it was definitely hot, but no ac or anything so there was a fan sitting there on the floor you know whatever so when we went to bed it was like it is just kind of stuffy so we opened all the windows and go to sleep and then in the morning ben says like i had the craziest most vivid dream last night and that he had opened his eyes and he's there in that little room and there is a monkey sitting in the windowsill. <laughs> and it was specifically a monkey we'd seen in Zambia that he was sure it was that one. So, um, that it had just been on the side of the road as we were driving. He was like, It was that monkey, and it was sitting there in the window, and then it started to come in, and he just jumped at it and yelled and waved his arms. And he's like, But the thing was, I actually did because I smacked you. And I was like, oh my gosh. Which woke you up. I do remember that. And I'd gone right back to sleep. But Ben had like sat up in bed and yelled and smacked me with his flailing arm, which (laughs) is nothing like Ben. Like he doesn't, A, he doesn't really have vivid dreams, he doesn't remember them. He doesn't talk in his sleep. He doesn't, you know, like, this like is he's not just a normal not normal thing for him at all. <laughs> and I was like, that is so embarrassing because we were sharing a cabin with somebody else in the next room, and it was like, <laughs> he was and it's like, in the great. Night. So Ben's shrieking in the night, like that's just normal. Um. So anyway, then we go to like get fine coffee the next morning, and the next cabin over had been all worried about us because they had had a bear break into the cabin <laughs> and come in and eat all the snacks in he the night. Have
0: unexpected hospitality. Mm-hmm.
1: So a bear had just crawled on in. They had
0: food.
1: I think he opened the sliding glass door, Three I think. Thing.
0: He may have oh, looked wow. around for other snacks. Yeah, I, he powered through a lot of the <laughs>
1: snacks that were stored up for the week, you know. Oh, wow. um, so anyway, they were like, but you didn't have a bear. And it was like, yeah, well, that's lucky, isn't it? And then suddenly both of us start thinking, we did have a monkey, apparently. <laughs> like, we did have a dream monkey. In California. So we go back in the bedroom and open the curtains, and the screens are bent back. Like away from the window, which they had not been the previous <laughs> night, because we opened the windows and saw them, they were not peeled back from yeah. the window. Yeah. So I think that we did have, in fact, a bear try to come through the window onto the bed. It would have been on <laughs> it the bed, been
0: crawling on top of it. And you. Ben just <laughs> decided that, thing to wake up to, that it was a monkey the bear in your
1: lap. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. He decided it was a monkey and he scared it off in the night, and then we promptly went right back to sleep. Only there was
0: a hidden. <laughs> Camera somewhere and they know. see him no. like
1: punching a bear,
0: you know, oh, know. sit up and flailing, know. and he's punching a bear in the face, and, and the bear so looks funny. shocked and stunned and decides, okay, I'm not going to the cabin. <laughs> yeah, I'll be I demo. know how rude. <laughs> I know.
1: So I think he just either went from our cabin into the next one and hit the snacks, or maybe he was tired of the snacks and decided to check what was in ours. Mm-hmm. But whatever the case, we did not. <laughs> have a bear he on did the not bed welcome him in no i think he only came part of the way ben was like he said it was like a brown and furry and then it just like solidified in his mind into a monkey That's and crazy. then he yelled probably
0: being in a super deep dream state <laughs> <laughs> i know uh, the only I time know. i ever remember doing that was to my husband i was in a super deep dream state and apparently I didn't, again, I did not remember this until the next day and he's telling me about it, but apparently I sit bolt upright and start pounding (laughs) on his chest. And he's like, what, what, what? what?" And somehow as he's waking up and saying what I realize, oh, it must've been a dream. And I Oh, never mind. You know, fall back asleep. <laughs> like, oh, it's nothing. Meanwhile, he probably can't sleep for hours. <laughs> but he tells me this the next day, and I did not remember it until he told me, and I remembered my dream. Like in that oh, instant, yeah. that I had thought somebody was coming into our room, or oh. or was pounding on yeah. the door, trying to yeah. get at something. You know, something was like somebody's at the door. Yeah, I heard something, and I'm like, you know, pounding yeah. on him. Yeah, know, it's the middle of the night. Some, you know, somebody's yeah. at the door. Meanwhile, I'm just beating on his chest. Of yeah. <laughs> no one at the door. Or it might have been a bear. <laughs> or it could have been a bear at the door. <laughs> and me waking up screaming makes you ever leave, <laughs> disappear. Speaking of unexpected hospitality, I do have to have it st- tell a story on Bill's bre- brother-in-law's potentially her husband, my son Lex. uh Oh, <laughs> I think he was there. I'm, I'm not. I can't remember all the people that were there, but it was a really funny story of unexpected hospitality. So there were a bunch of people in Texarkana visiting, and we had decided we're all going to go. We're all going to go to this one church, and so we'll meet oh. at this one church. We're all going to meet at FBC. <laughs> and so Timothy he texts the group, cousins and brothers, and everybody who's in town visiting. Y'all were there. Were you there? I don't remember. It was the, before I think y'all, this... y'all were dating. I think it was the first time you'd come in visit yeah visit i think the it was when before. we were engaged
3: i don't think we were yes. part of the group that did this though. okay well <laughs> the holy group
0: <laughs> was at fbc because people had stayed at different homes the yeah. righteous ones <laughs> we'll just say we're at fbc singing as instructed <laughs> as instructed there's a whole line of us and we have some empty seats saved for the group coming from the other house and we're literally like into the third song. We're getting close to the sermon mm-hmm. and this these row of seats, these three or four seats are still open. <laughs> Timothy, who had come from the house with some brothers and a cousin, was kind of, you know, discreetly texting, like, where are y'all? And they're like, at FPC. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, where? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, long story short. First Baptist Church was where we were. They were at Fellowship Bible
2: Church. (laughs) Had
0: walked in. We're eating coffee and donuts. (laughs) When they're getting the text, we're at the other FBC. The other
2: other FBC.
0: (laughs) And so I do not know any of this. All I'm seeing is Timothy texting, you know, and trying to figure out where they are. In in come the cousin and some brothers with their coffee cups. <laughs> like,
3: where'd y'all get coffee? <laughs> I just wandered in Sunday morning getting Wondered some donuts in. leaving. Yeah. That's funny. This church did not have coffee and donuts in the foyer.
0: <laughs> so anyway, it was the most hilarious thing afterward. We're all hearing this story about how these teenage boys uh, oh no. <laughs> have waltzed in to FBC. <laughs> coffee and donuts. They're about to go into the service when they get get this text. Oh no. so all that the parishioners see all the church members see our teenage boys walk in get their coffee and donuts and then walk out (laughs) that's great (laughs) to go to the other fdc (laughs) oh my word meanwhile at the other fdc (laughs) the teenagers stroll in late with their cups of coffee Just been at a coffee shop. Oh, word. So um, you know, awesome. lots of That's morals true. to that story. One of them: just don't ever assume you know the backstory.
2: <laughs>
0: true, true. Could have been bears trying to climb in it's on true. you. Anything yeah, could, could have happened, or it could have been that you were at the wrong FBC. <laughs> you know, there's just lots of emotion in this world. <laughs> Well, this has been so much fun. I am oh, excited you. for round three where we hear even <laughs> yes. more stories. There's we'll have to coordinate ones. that soon. So thank you ladies <laughs> for taking time out of your day to coordinate. This.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much.
0: You can find an amazing and beautiful cake recipe that Belle has made on a large scale at comeoverfordinner.com. I've also posted a cake recipe on Patreon that I've made so many times I've tweaked it to perfection. Now that we've made it partway through February, we can start thinking about the spring recipes that we'll surely need right around the corner. In the South, coconut cake starts to appear in the springtime. The first debut may occur on Easter along with carrot cake. I've never had a particular fondness for coconut cake. Something chocolate is more my speed. But I do agree that Easter seems to call for something a bit lighter and more springy than a delectable dark chocolate cake dripping in ganache with chocolate mousse layers thrown in between. Can you tell that one's my favorite? Once I made a version of this coconut cake, I was sold. It's called Coconut Lime Cake. This recipe is a showstopper and is absolutely delicious, especially for Easter, but for any time your spring occasion seems to call for something other than chocolate. You can join Patreon as a free member or as a friend who supports the show. This will give you access to some of the fun extras that I post. I hope you'll check it out. Search Come Over for Dinner on patreon.com. Until next time, bye
2: for-